It's, yeah, it's five after. Okay. So, well, okay. So I, I realized this week that I may, I may intimidate people. I don't want to, I'm not interested in doing that. I don't know. I maybe just the ego in my mind. So I'm voicing it to let it out. So it doesn't stay there on the treadmill, right? So, but I always ask, of course, if anybody else wants to facilitate, if you want to, you know, not that there's anything, in, not that there's anything we got to do for facilitating, but if, if you ever want to do that in the future, you know, feel free. And if anybody wants to pray in, that'd be great for that. I'll welcome that. I'll pray in. Thank you. Thank you, Deb. <clears throat> invite you to place your hand on your heart so that we come into compassion. Mm -hmm. Come into gratefulness and self-love. We take a breath and allow spirit, allow inspiration to infuse us as we join together, knowing two or three are gathered and there I am is also. Grateful mm -hmm. for this joining, grateful for this connection with the presence. We offer up all that is no longer for our highest good. We ask that blocks be removed permanently, all the way back to the root, surrendering to the flow, declaring it to be so, and sharing the benefits with everyone. Amen. 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 Thanks, Jeff. Thank you, yeah. Back to the root. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I want to share because I had a terribly interesting afternoon. I hung up and I had lunch. Nothing different. Nothing different to eat, even. And I just thought, I have got to take a nap. I was exhausted. And I just, I don't take naps. I just don't usually take naps. But I took a nap. And I woke up and I had severe abdominal pain. Epigastric pain. And I thought, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm trying to not let it get down to the physical. I didn't even have time to put my text prayer group together. <laughs> and I could barely walk again because I couldn't stand up. And I thought, what is going on now? And so I texted two people that were like really close after I hobbled to the phone again. And then I just laid there. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't shifting, and I thought, I've got to get up. I've got to move. I've got to get closer to tea or something. And I called my office mate and just talked to her because I felt myself going into fear. I just thought, oh, my goodness. And she's a nurse, and she's an energy worker, and we're just, we do that for each other. And 
Um, and then I got a sense to take a homeopathy, but I couldn't figure out which one. And finally I figured out which one and took it, and so now it's gone, but oh, it was like a gallbladder reaction. Thank God it's up and gone and moving and things are breaking free, but I just prefer to not let it get down to the intense physical level. You know, I, I heard two couple things, one that it does go to the physical. If, you, if it stays in your mind, it ends up manifesting. In the physical. But I also heard this. also heard this from Jennifer. That for, when it manifests in form, it's like the last thing of healing. Yeah. It's, it's like if it manifests in form, it's like that could be and it's on its way out too. So I don't know which, you know, I think it's, it varies according to the situation, right? Well, but it yeah. could be that. You can't ignore it when it gets down to there and it's that loud. Or I can't. I didn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm grateful, and I'm grateful it's over. I just, I just want to learn through joy. <laughs> Amen to that, Deb. <laughs> Earth through joy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, it also sounds, Gap, like you move through it quite quickly. Like it, it, it's, uh, it, it sounded like mm -hmm. it was really intense, but it, you got through it very quickly. It sounds like, as opposed yeah. to you know, being in that for a few days or whatever. Right. Whatever caused it move through your body quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm grateful. I mean, you know, I guess it shows that I'm willing for it to, for it to move through, you know. But... Dad, anytime you need an emergency prayer call, you just call. I would number. You'll be on my list. <laughs> I need to figure out how to put a group text emergency list together. Yeah. Emergency text. <laughs> it's like, lately, I need that. I've, I yeah. finally put it. I, all I could get out on Facebook was pray for me. Now I couldn't even put anything else. It hurt too bad. Ugh. That's all you need to do is say pray for me, Deb. And then you get automatically put in prayers. Yeah. And uh, I pray, you know, many times a day. So you got a lot of prayer. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. And it sounds like you, you had your willingness to let it go. And you did. You let it go. Yeah. I just hope it's 100% gone. <laughs> it is 100% gone. Okay. It's okay. It is. Yay. <laughs> it's gone. Mm 
How's your decluttering going, uh, Deb? Well, you know, it was going very well Saturday. And then I went outside to have some fun, you know, play in the yard. <laughs> it's fun to me, be outside in nature. And then I rolled my ankle, and then it was still fine. I came back in and kept working on decluttering. And then I went to bed and woke up and could hardly walk. You know, so it's like, that's what I was talking about, that self-sabotage is like, it was flowing so good, and then boom, you know, misstep, roll my ankle. Didn't bother me until I went to bed and got up in the middle of the night, and I, I couldn't walk. I had so much pain. I was like holding onto the walls to get to the bathroom. But even that, you know, Saturday, I Sunday, I rested and called for support, a friend, and Got an x-ray on Monday just to make sure because I was still kind of in fear and it doesn't show a break. And the, I haven't had pain since 6 a.m. on Sunday. Excruciating. It's a little tender. but So it's moving through, you know. I just think it can be easier. So then I kind of got stopped because I'm <laughs> going from the doctor to, you know, just wondering how much can I walk on it. I walked on it too much yesterday. It was more sore last night. So kind of slowed down my decluttering again. You know. you're, you're icing it? <clears throat> Not anymore because... It just, I've got it, I wrapped it in an ace again, but I mean, you can't see anything. It's, <laughs> but it feels different than the other foot, so. Mm -hmm. Something's shifting in my foundation. Yeah. For the better. That's all for me happening. So what did you guys think of that class this morning? I truly enjoyed it. Like I said, I have his book and uh, I've listened to his radio show. You can listen to his radio show. It's on Monday, uh, West Coast time at 2 p.m. on uh, Hay House Radio. What's his name? The author's name, Ren? Uh... What is his name? Is it Medical Medium? Does anybody got no, the... I, I looked it up. I looked up that name in the book. What is it? It's it had Anthony some something. Anthony Williams, maybe, or something like that. 
Yeah, Anthony William. Anthony, what's the last name? William. And what, when did you, where is he at? Every, on Hay House Radio. Yeah, it's an internet radio station. You can download it onto your Android or uh, Apple phone. And you just click on that time and you can listen to the radio live at 2 p.m. On Mondays. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, Ren? Yes. And so, Deb, that would be for you a little later. That would be 4 p.m., right? Central Time? Mm -hmm. And if you buy a Hay House membership, which I think is like 25 bucks a year, you can go back and listen to all the old shows anytime you want. So you can get into the archive and listen to as much Anthony Williams as you and anybody else that's on there. <laughs> Which I did last year. Maybe I'll do it again this year. It's easier way to listen to try to schedule your life to be there at two o'clock on Monday. It's like Unity FM is Hay House FM, right? Is like is that what it is? Yeah, I, maybe you can get there right in your web browser. I haven't tried that. I have the app that I have on my phone, but you might be able to get there directly from the browser. I haven't tried it, but why not? Somebody want to try that? <laughs> Let's see here. Why not? Oh, it has he's one of the main and look have a house radio and he's one of the the people. Yeah. On the yeah, there's two people. Oh. You see he's the young guy. Oh, he's not the tree. <laughs> yeah, you can get it from just type in heyhouseradio.com so you don't have to have an app apparently. I just checked. So uh, there you go, heyhouseradio.com. Thank you. So what does he talk about? His medical mediumship. Uh, uh, and it's, uh, he has a lot of beliefs uh, that a lot of the problems we have are related to viruses that we normally think are innocuous, uh, like um, uh, 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 cytomegalovirus, all the herpes viruses. He considers them to be uh, very important to uh, lots of illnesses. And so he gives you uh, instructions in his book about how to So, uh, you might, if you're enjoying that kind of thing, you can look at his book. And the book's available on uh, Kindle. So you could probably get it for like 10 bucks. And I think he offers to and do- And other times I just want to stay away from oh, her and then oh, something will happen and she'll act nice. Something, and something like happened. Again. 
<laughs> when the, my phone just started. I can't shut her up. Technology has a mind of its own sometimes. It does. It does indeed. Phones ring. People start talking. <laughs> Sorry, my phone rang. My other phone rang. Too. Uh, so Jennifer was in, I think she's in Maine, right there, family house or something right now. And and the phones rang when she was on her <coughs> counseling, the, the sacred circle call. And she does her image. <laughs> it was the first time I, she was like, she, I, she wasn't, even, I don't know, I don't know what, how to describe the reaction. It's just, it's just different, you know, just she didn't it wasn't she wasn't used to that or something the phones they kept ringing <laughs> several times but it was interesting how is everybody else's monthly monthly goal or whatever we intention um going Wow. <laughs> I don't know. We've got a, another person in on our call here. Yes. <laughs> we have a ghost of the machine is what we have. I turned my phone off, man. Uh, I couldn't share up. Well, um, you know, I'm in, trying to sell a house and I don't have a house to go to. Uh, I'm going to decamp uh, for a while in my wife's condo, which is not easy to do because of the, you know, all the disability and, you know, uh, getting around on a walker and a scooter and that sort of stuff. Uh, so we're trying to find me a place in the same condominium building with her and she had went to see one of her favorite psychic friends to find out her story and they never talk about her story they always want to talk about my story and this has happened oh like five or six times in a row now so they said um the condo you'll be buying will be, it'll have a southern south to southwest view. Well, we looked at a bunch of condos and none of them had that view. And someone called today, Christy had put a little flyer down the lobby, says he wanted to sell a condo, we're, we're looking. And it was the president of the condo association and he had a, a condo on the 10th floor and it has south to southwest view. And more importantly, it has carpeting. I can't do hardwood floors. If it has hardwood floors, I have to pick carpeting down because of my feet are the way they are. And so a lot of good positives there. So maybe we might make, I, I, but I'm not attached to this because I've learned, it, it, this could be it or it might be something else. I'm not attached to it. I will go with that feeling. You know, it's just, I liked how things have kind of come together, but if it's not the one, we'll know. <laughs> and uh, so, um, and 
I'm trying to get the financing in order and I think I've just about got it all together and it'll all come together so I can go over there on Friday and says, yes, I have money to pay for this thing, even though I haven't sold the house. Uh, I hate doing all this stuff, but it's, it's coming together. And uh, it's, it's a very, let's just see what happens. Like I say, but I've, I've learned through all this, don't get attached to plans. Right, Carla? Don't get attached to plans. Don't get attached to anything. Just let it flow. And uh, attachment for me has been ego. You know, I make plans, but that's the egos making the plans. And uh, I'm trying to drop all my attachments and just let life go, come to me as it needs to. So it's, I think I really got my marching orders. So I'm really thankful for that. You know, let go of everything. All you're, you're holding on to things and see what comes your way. So I'm kind of excited about that. Sounds like you're in the flow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do you remember that book? Is anybody a psychology major? There was a book called Flow. Mm -hmm. And it was written by a Czechoslovakian author. And, I, and I'm not even going to begin to say his name. It was very complicated. Huh. But his title was Flow. It's a very famous book. And what's about when you get in that state where you're doing something and time and space disappear. You're so mm -hmm. enraptured in what you're doing. You might be an athlete or whatever you're doing. You're in that flow state. And so that's what he was talking. It's a good book to read. So, uh it's an old one, but if you ever find it, pick it up, take a look at flow. It's what gardening does for me. I just can get in this mindless state and just play in the dirt and not have my brain going. Hmm. I've been listening to, uh, I got an audio book out of the library and I think it was Rosalind put it on the site. It was that one, I don't know if anybody's got it yet or looked at it. It's called The, um, the Life-Changing Magic of Tidying Up. Oh, I heard her talk about it. No, I didn't. What do you well, think? Well, I, I thought, I, you know, I really don't need another book to read because my book list is quite long right now. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, got, I got the audio book, uh, which is really nice because I'm listening to it when I'm driving to and from work and, um, and uh, kind of scaling down into cluttering and all that's part of what's going on for me as well right now. But there, there's some really interesting concepts that she's got. And I'm uh, one of them... The two of the concepts really stand out for me. One of them is that she talks about the things that you have, like as you're going through them to, and I think Rosalind um, wrote about this, is that you pick them up and you hold them and you ask the question, does this spark joy? And, and at first I thought it was kind of weird. And then I thought, well, I'm going to try it. And, and it's amazing when you hold something and you ask, does this spark joy? I do get an answer. Like I get a definite yes or no. 
And it's really helpful because I might have something that I, I think is really, you know, functional or whatever, but as I'm holding it, is this sparking joy for me? I'm like, I can get a no. And then I'm like, okay, well, that is something that I'm not going to keep because it's not sparking joy. And so she really challenges you to go through your home with, you know, you start at your clothes and then you work down through certain categories so that mementos is the very last category that you go through because that's the hard one, right? To let go of the things that you're attached to. But by the time you get there, you've got this sort of, I don't know what I'd call it. It's not a skill set, but you've got this finely tuned um, something. You're finely tuned in terms of what sparks joy. And that's what I want to get more finely tuned in my body is what, what is it that's sparking joy and clothes and in where I go, like whatever. To, and, and it's a real um, body feeling. Like I really, it's been something interesting for me to start to develop. Do you do with like dishes? Everything. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It takes time. You know, it, it, like I started, I just started really small because I don't want to overwhelm myself. So I, like I got all my scarves together. You know, and I don't have like a closet full, but I've got a little pile. I just go through this little pile of what sparks joy. So, but it's, I think it's, it's not about the scarves. It's about developing that within me, that knowledge of what is it that's sparking joy. And, and I don't, I haven't developed a lot of that previously in my life. So it, it, it is something that I want to look at more closely. And so uh, she's got a lot of really good concepts and ideas um, in, in this audiobook. So I've been, I've been really enjoying it. So you have to hold it in your hand? You can't just like think about it, look at it or something? You have to hold it? Well, that's, that's what she says to do I mean you can you, you can modify it right like I'm, I'm not following her step by step but I'm taking some of her ideas but I think holding it like you know like say even like this jar and holding it you know you're getting you're getting a closer experience with it right mm. rather than just looking at it so I've got mm. this in my hand the so that's one concept the other one that has been really working for me is is um like say this this she has a relationship with with things like she'll take off her coat and hang it up and say thank you so much to her coat for Mm. for being with her during the day so you know everything um everything that she has her purse she'll empty out her purse and say thank you to her purse and so she's you know, like her home. She, so she's always in this state of gratitude. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when you're eating, I'm giving thanks for my food, but then I'm also giving thanks for the plate that I have and the pot that I used. And so what it's doing for me is it's really getting me more into that state of continual gratitude, like getting into my car and driving to work. When I get to work, I'm 
grateful that my car got me there safely. And, you know, like it, there's an abundant, um, an abundance of things to give thanks for just right here in my present moment. Like, thank you for this pen that's working well to help me take notes. And so, um, I don't know. Those are the two concepts that I've gotten out of her book that I'm using right now that's really helping me to be more, more in joy and more in gratitude, developing those concepts more for me. And did you say when you hold it, you have a body reaction that tells you the answer of joy? Is that what you, your body? Yeah, yeah I, can, I, can, uh, I can get to the yes or no a lot quicker than I actually thought I could, you know, which surprised me because I, I see myself, this is a judgment I have on myself, see myself as very indecisive. I'm a very indecisive person. I have a hard time saying yes or no. Six? Sickness? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's the six. I don't know. Like, There's a six, yeah. Yeah, like, like making a decision is a challenge for me, and, and it can take days to make a decision. So this is helping because I go into my body and I feel it more as opposed to being in my head and trying to make a conscious yes or no. This way, it's more like my, it's probably a third chakra that's leading more with the third chakra. Like, how am I feeling about this? Your gut feeling, like your gut feeling. Yeah, the gut, how's the gut feeling as opposed to what is my head thinking? Because I'm, I'm if, I'm if I'm making decisions, I'm always analytical. And then I really mess myself up because I'm too analytical and can't get to the yes or no. As opposed to if, I, mm. if I'm not analytical and I'm just like holding this glass and feeling it, where's the joys? There are joys that sparking joy. I can usually get a yes or no pretty quickly. Is it? Is it sparking joy? I would say the water sparking joy. Yeah. <laughs> the water is, not the glass? Well, I don't know. Uh, yes, the glass is sparking joy. <laughs> That's a really, really great um, practice to connect with yourself, you know? I, I think it's, I, I like that. I, I, can, I can see all sorts of resistance in my mind. Cause I'm like, where do I start? But, um, but I can definitely, but I like, I really, really, really love the other one. Just to thank, because that's, Everything, what Jennifer teaches is that everything is, ah, what's the word, um, that there's, I can't think of the word from the seven sacred flames that talks about it, I'll have it here with me, but um, that, that there's like creatures, like the product or something, I can't think of the name of it, <sighs> what is it? can't think of it so um that, that manifests our physical form a every physical form oh, like elementals. The what yes oh. the elementals that's all that's oh, it yeah, yeah yeah so elementals are everything everything is elemental i mean i'm i imagine air is too i but think about it but everything is an elemental so you are thinking something 
besides the coat, but it's the elemental that forms the coat, right? Well, it's a way to get yourself out of the consciousness where we're going around ignoring every the 99.99% is going right every day and mm -hmm. focusing on that 0.01% which is not functioning right. Yeah, the idea is to get fun focusing on the 99% that's absolutely going great. Human nature is to focus on the things that are yeah. not quite right. Right. Yeah, I had that. Did I share that where I was going to the meeting and I something said, you think about what's wrong. Think about what's right. And I, how many times I'm probably missing. You're right. I'm probably missing so much. I mean, it seems like my balance, but I'm still here. I'm still breathing. I can still climb stairs and <laughs> still walking. You know, I'm not, you know, it's, so there's many, my heart's still beating. My mind's still, Functioning, I mean, it's, just think about it. just in your body alone, there's like a million things probably a second. You know, the blood's coursing through your veins. It's taking the oxygen out of the air that you breathe in your lungs, you know. I mean, it's amazing. And you don't have to do anything. It all just happens on its own. Mm -hmm. Just breathe. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's probably with everything, except we're not there yet. I mean, yep. anything we need, not just bottling. Yeah. I'm actually being a little more quiet than normal. Probably, <laughs> I noticed that. Then my sister, I had a talk with my sister last week, and because uh, I was saying, I'm actually there's stuff, but I'm uh, there's a some of the spiritual counselors are getting together and I thought, how can I do that? That's like way back in Pennsylvania. And I got a thought, well, I can visit my mom. My mom's in Pennsylvania. Yeah. So, and she's 84, 85, I don't know which, but you know, it's, I, I think I waited 10 years in between the last visit and I, I can't wait 10 years between anymore between visits. And so, I thought, I was telling my sister, I said, I think it would be a great healing opportunity because I've learned so much and I'm really much more open. And she goes, and she goes, Carla, what, well, you sound kind of selfish. <laughs> she says, it's all about you. <laughs> I'm like, that's right. It is. It's all about me. But I'm like, I tried to explain to I, you know, I and just, but, but also she said that that's another side. She said, but she said that, do you ever listen? Do you ever just listen? <laughs> uh, and I was like, 
Well, I guess there's something here I need to hear, you know? So, a year ago or even a couple months ago, I probably would have gotten really insulted. <laughs> uh, and this time I could feel it in my body. I could feel my muscles still kind of got t a little tense. But I, in my mind, I didn't, I don't, I chose, I feel like I chose not to let that control me because I think that has happened in the past, you know, to identify with that as me, right? And it's, it's just a pattern of behavior that I've probably lived with all my life and maybe many other lives, right? And so we're healing it. And you know what? My sister is, bless her heart, she's helped me. <laughs> you know? I love that idea of not being easily offended. Is that what you said? Well. That you weren't? I think. Yeah, it's true. It's, I, I, I did still feel the residual, but it's not everything, everything. I mean, I'm really getting it, getting it this year that everything that happens is for my high, it's helpful. Everything that happens is for my healing. Everything. My neighbor's doing his house and they're, it the last like three, well, not in the weekend, but the last week, they're like, and they got vehicles all the time. You know, it's, and it's like, ooh. It's just interesting because I've never cared for, I always liked quiet. I mean, I actually, I used to, not that never, but I used to watch, I used to have the TV on and the radio on and not really listen to it, but just to have the noise, right? And But recently, in the last couple of years, I don't know when it stopped, and I used to always have the radio blaring in my car, and I'm like, something's different. And I'm like, oh, my radio's turned off on my car. I used to always be on. And I'm like, well, I wonder when that happened. I, I'm like, huh. I think it's been a year. <laughs> I didn't even notice it for a year. So I'm noticing it now. Has anybody ever seen the movie Peaceful Warrior? No. There, the Waking Together has a book group, and I, I have my TV cables turned off, and I didn't want to figure out how to hook up my computer to it. <laughs> and so I'm like, I just, and so a miracle happened. I just looked on the internet. 
and it's a free download. I watched it on my iPhone. And it was really, really, really impactful. It's like amazing. And that's too is part of my healing. I know it because it's about, it's about being in the moment, whatever's happening, right? Being, being in the moment. It's just, was really, I liked it. What's it about? Oh, it's, it's about, gosh, it's so many, it's about this guy who's an Olympic athlete and he hurts his leg and he ends up running into this, this older guy and he, he becomes this peaceful warrior and it's about not attaching your happiness to things and external things and things outside yourself that's what i got from it but it's many things really but um because he hurt his leg and he couldn't he wanted to go to the olympics right and he got he's like gonna give all that up and the guy says i don't know what to do now what should i do what do you think i should do and he goes i think he should still train and he's like what i can't do it and <clears throat> doctors all said he couldn't do it and and so he just trained and he got back in shape and he did. It's a real story. That guy actually existed. His name is Dan Millman. Oh, that's the, okay. I know. I know the book. It's the way of the peaceful warrior, isn't it? Or something like that. The book is, yeah, I know the book is. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we got these video screens here. We should have one of the windows to play the movie, you know. <laughs> Wonder how that would work. That'd be good. We could all watch the movie together. Yeah, well, we just have a movie night. Just one of the screens with <laughs> the window with the movie in it, you know. <laughs> well, we could, if we could share screen, maybe, I don't know, I don't know. But it takes two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two-hour movie. Oh, wow. Technology skills, so yeah, one in a part two. But I watched it on my iPhone. <laughs> I've never done that before, so I like Liz Racy's share this morning about. Uh, her IRS experience it was so powerful. I've reshared uh, re that story with my wife and also, you know, so I'm trying to get a loan. I, I shared it with the mortgage broker, who's my mother-in-law. <laughs> so they both loved it. They both just loved it. It, it takes a real disciplined mind to be able to do that, to just give it to God, give it to God. But we can say that about everything. It doesn't have to be just about the big things. You can do that with like everything. And so I think it, it's good practice. It'd be good practice. She did it with Whenever. such humor, or at least she told the story with such humor. I don't know if she did, you know. Here, God, you got mail. 
like that movie, Got Mail. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to try that with my bills. Got, got Mail. Tell me how to work this. <laughs> well, it seems to me that she didn't have any attachment at all to it. You know, she, when she let it go, it was like gone because I think in the past I've offered stuff up, but I don't really want to let go. You know, I just uh, like, well, something that like this app that I've been playing on the phone that I, you know, for months I felt guilty and bad and wrong uh, months, but for a while. And then I started playing it and not feeling guilty and just uh, just said, hey, you know, help me whenever it's the right time. And the right time came. And so. <clears throat> so I think it can happen with everything. It can. Yes. It's, it's letting go of the outcome. That's where I, I, uh, I guess I, I think I keep taking things off the altar because I start in my mind thinking I know what the best outcome of the situation is. Mm -hmm. Well, that's the fear thing. I mean, as a six, you, you know, that's the, the, I like to plan stuff, right? Is planning a way to stay safe? Is that the idea of planning? Stay safe? Well, we think we're going to the out it couldn't control the outcome. What do you think, Diane? Well, for me, I think it's a way of, of managing and coping with the anxiety. And, mm. and, and I don't think it's a successful strategy, but it's, it's a, um, one that's been going on for a long time for me, you know, trying to manage and control things to manage my anxiety. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just putting, giving that anxiety over continually. I thought everybody had anxiety. I was so surprised to hear. I remember one of my prayer partners last year, she said, oh, I felt some anxiety last night. Is that what you're talking about, Diana? And I was like, what do you mean? Don't you have it all the time? She's yeah. like, no, I don't have it all the time. I just experienced it a little bit last night. I was so shocked. Like, I just thought everybody was walking around with a bucket load of anxiety. <laughs> It was a very prevalent feeling in my family. So I just assumed everybody had it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't think I ever really thought that deep. I just felt that that was who I was or something. And now I know that I'm not. I really feel so much freer because I thought that's just how I am, you know. But it's just what I'm choosing, what I've chosen.
for a long time. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Well, just for so long, I think I've identified with like my thoughts and my feelings, you know? Because it seems like I have feelings because of stuff that's happening. <laughs> Or whatever, and this must be mine because it's my reaction. That it's not there. They're having a different reaction, right? So it must be mine. But yeah, I don't know. I just I've learned so much. I get. I I think I was telling Ben or somebody like how the first year, you know, I went to all the classes, and the second year, you can do well first and second year. And I didn't do the first year because I'm like, oh, I got this. <laughs> I really laugh at myself now. It's so funny. But, uh, oh, I got this now. I'm like, and then the third year, I'm like, uh, I don't got this. <laughs> and I started just attending every single freaking class. And, um, and you know what? I think I'm starting to get it, but, but it's every moment, really. Yeah. I think the anxiety is not really related <clears throat> to the present moment at all. Yeah. Like there's no way right. anxiety in the present It's all pulling, pulling it all in from the past. Right. Does anxiety live in the future or does anxiety live in the past? Both. Both? Yeah. Yeah, it's it just it can't be in the present really. I mean I can think it is in the present, but it's only because I'm thinking about the future really. Or the past. Well it, it can get triggered by past memories. Mm -hmm. And then, and then it's related to the future, like you said. Can I read a poem that's really pertinent to this, I think? Sure. It's called I Exist. It's actually after I am. I was doing this weird poem writing where I was like, I'd write to spirit and spirit write to me or I'd write to ego. It was just really strange, sort of like a trilogy. Interesting. It's called, I exist. It's, I heard, think it's kind of spirit. I've heard you. And I've heard you say that I don't trust you. But the truth is that you don't trust yourself. You ask where I am, but I am with you. Just trust that I am not separate from you. I am you and have always been here. Just be. Don't think so much. I am with and part of you. And I have all just been waiting for you to believe in me. When you let go of the things you hold on to, you will find me, for I am not the past 
for the future. I exist in the moment. That's why I think I really like the Peaceful Warrior because it really talked about a lot about the, the present moment. Thank you, Carla. That was like a prayer. <laughs> yes. Was indeed. Beautiful. Thank you. And I used to think, oh, Spirit wrote these. I didn't write them. And I'm like, I am spirit. That's really who I really am. So it is the true self of me wrote these. The Carla self? No, nah, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Oh, it's 5.58. Well, I did pretty good for the first half hour. <laughs> you did pretty good the whole hour. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Uh, judging myself again. Thank you. <clears throat> so any prayer requests or <clears throat> intentions? I'd like a right outcome. Am I looking at this uh, place on uh, Friday? Say again, you, you cut out a word or something. <clears throat> I'm looking for a right outcome. Uh, looking at this, this place to live on, on Friday, if it's the right place, it will be. If it's not the right place, it won't be. And I will know, I'll move on. But I'm looking for the right outcome Okay. Is that the right wording? Am I getting it right? Or help me out, guys. What should I ask? What should I be asking for here? <laughs> well, I don't think there's a wrong. Is it could it be a wrong? Well, if it's not the right place, you know, you're waiting for the just the you're looking for the right place. So you so you want peace and ease? Yes. Or I want that feeling of this is home and this home is available then I could afford this home for one. <laughs> this is home and it's a home that uh, fits my budget and uh, hmm. you know I, I was just having a little uh, flashback here listening to um, a call that Jennifer did uh, I don't know if it was this year or last year, but she did, it, there was somebody who was looking for a home yep. and Jennifer did the deep desire of the heart. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. remember that? And she, she just kind of said all these, uh, the deep desire of my heart is, and, and to really clarify in, in your mind, mm -hmm. what, what your, what the deep desire of your heart is for your home. Love so it. that, yeah, like that. That was a beautiful That's call. Good one. I'll, I'll, and I I'll think do it was tonight. this year. And I wished I could determine or remember which one it was. It might have been Masterful Living Two or One. 
Um, but it was somebody who was kind of like that, saying, I want to move and I'm not sure what it is. And it, it was a really beautiful call. Um, do you remember that, Rand? I don't remember, but I'm going to do the deep desire of the heart. That's what I'm going to do is I'm going to do that for myself and uh, see where that takes me. And I like that prompting. Thank you. That's going to work. We'll do that. Answered prayer. <laughs> yeah, I think I remember that, but I don't remember when it was. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Anybody other request for the week? Well, mine is very simple. Um, my intention is to be in gratitude and joy. Mm. Mm. I think mine is to just whatever's for my highest good show up and trust that it's perfect even when it's not comfortable yeah I like both of those all of those actually but I don't need a place right now but um because <laughs> um, I was actually thinking about joy before you spoke yours Diane and then when you, you know, when you spoke yours I was like I think it's being in the moment and it's and it's also the joy and the gratitude of being in the moment with what is, right? And, and knowing that that's my highest and best happening right now. That's happening right now. Every moment that's happening right now. To remember that. Carla, can I ask you to repeat that? It, that was so beautifully said. Being in the joy and gratitude of the present moment. You have, to listen to the replay. you have to listen to the replay. I don't know if I can see. <laughs> but um, I think it's being, yeah, gratitude and joy for the highest and best which is happening right now, every moment, every moment. Yeah. The highest and best of whatever is happening. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you. Well, whatever's happening is highest best, so I think it's, <clears throat> yeah, thank you. Why you wrote it down, huh? Wow. You did. <laughs> thank you, Carla. That's perfect. You want to pray out, Diane? I'd love to pray out. Great. Thank you so much. Higher Holy Spirit, we're grateful and thankful for this time of sharing today. We're grateful and thankful to be the two or more that are gathered here today. We're grateful and thankful for this opportunity to be in the one mind, to experience the perfection of love, and to know that we are healing together as we share with one another. We're grateful and thankful for all the wonderful opportunities we've had to learn 
in our lives this week, today. And we earnestly pray for the continued releasing of any obstacles, any thoughts or feelings of separation, any attack thoughts, and any of these negative thought patterns that continue to come up. And whatever comes up, we're grateful that we have the opportunity to look at it, release it, and have a healing back at the root cause. And we share these benefits with everyone because we are one together. And so it is. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Beautiful. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Thanks. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for a great call. Thank Thank you, you. everybody.